Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling. Rosho Nesterovich, Fabrizio Alberto, Malik Rose, Joey Devine, Speedy Claxton, Nazi Muhammad, Stephen Jackson. Aaron Baines! Antonio Medias! Joey Devine! Antonio Daniels! The Iceman, George Gervin! The Ice Boy, Gary Neal! Ian Mahindi! John Keane! Avery Johnson! Brent Berry! Brent Berry's estranged wife! <laughs> Special guest, Becky Garcia! Assistant coach Mike Brown! R.C. Buford! George Julius Vendor from the Riverwalk. Musical guest, Los Lobos. And now the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling. Oh boy. Hello, friends and family and everyone else listening to this show. Welcome to Round Ball Rock. I'm Dave Schilling. Hey, Dave. Hello, Joey. How are you? I'm okay, Sean. <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good, guys. Great, great. Um, I got to start with the most important story of the week. 
the Introducing Lakers. our guest, Becky Garcia. The Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers thumped the Warriors. Becky, hi. Sorry. I just, hi. I got to get that out of my system. It felt really good. Uh, we were all texting, and uh, I got a little, uh, you know, ahead of myself. Got a big head. Um, but I'm slowly coming back down I think, to earth. I think you were fine. He got he kept getting pretty mad whenever I would like lightly troll him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, was it was shocked. weird that I I was um I believe I only said supportive things about the Lakers, and there was a point where you were like, please, let me, this is as good as I'm going to feel all season. Oh, because he was making fun of <laughs> D'Angelo Russell for his, uh, you know, being a snitch. <laughs> what was that? What's Which your is other what, uh, objection to D'Angelo Russell, Joey? Uh, his face doesn't his face. look like a star. He does it. He, I can't see him starring in a commercial. You're wrong about like, that. Like that childlike face. It's, oh, I just don't see him oh, like toughly looking at a shoe. Coming from a guy <laughs> whose favorite player is Steph Curry. Yeah, but Steph Curry is an anomaly. Like, just outside of everything. Or outside of the universe. Maybe he's a trendsetter. <laughs> maybe. And, and every famous basketball player from now on is going to look 12. See, my theory about Steph Curry is that he is actually that baby from that Star Trek episode. Oh, the, the Clint Howard. Yeah. It's, yeah, called, yeah. it's called the Corbomite Maneuver. <laughs> Let's not get down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Becky Garcia, thank you for joining Hi. us. I'm so sorry that I, I basically pretended like you weren't here. That's all <laughs> right. You're definitely here, and uh, you're a big Spurs fan. Absolutely. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why yeah. are they Why? fucking champions? Five-time Explain champions? it to me. Why are they the greatest team in the world oh, of all time, or at least the last, what, Domin- dominant team. I have sixteen. <laughs> Twenty years. Twenty years. Wrong. Sixteen <laughs> reasons why you're wrong. Um. Well, going back, I mean, I was really surprised that the Lakers beat the Warriors. But I mean, but I just I thought the Spurs were gonna. I thought, ooh, you know, Spurs are ooh special. We kicked the way the Warriors' ass this week. But then I saw the Lakers beat them too. I was like, oh. Calm down. Well, it was a second game of a back-to-back. It is so early. Warriors. They also had Drake. Yeah, that's a oh. bad sign. That's actually going to be my new action thriller, actually. Yeah, I'm sick of no more Drakes on this. Drake's, on, Drake's on a plane. Yeah. It just, it just uh, <laughs> the team snake bit after that. <laughs> I feel like it'd be easy to get him off the plane, just open the door, throw him out. Yeah. Yeah, simple. Um, <laughs> I feel like he's he just sits on the wing. Like in that, like, like in the on Twilight the views. Zone episode, yeah, yeah, starring Star Trek actor <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> Why are we talking about science fiction so much? So, so you just see Drake doing like the hotline bling dance no, on, he's on just the wing, and you're like, what is he doing? That's not dancing. No, he just sits there sadly, like every Drake album cover ever. You know, like oh, just like, like all mopey on the like in the views on the album CN cover. Out. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did he get all the way up there? You might ask yourself. I mean, he's a powerful man. That's true. He could probably <laughs> have someone drop him off there. Becky, uh, can I can I ask you a question real fast yeah, while we're getting into this? Yeah. Who are the biggest celebrity fans at San Antonio Spurs games? Uh, probably Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Because wow. he lives there. Okay. That's like the most, that's the greatest Tim Tommy Duncan celebrity fan, yeah. right? He yeah. goes to all like, the games. He's like Jack Nicholson, but if Jack, like, he's like Tim Duncan, Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, uh, a silent warrior. Like an old guy who's like yeah. grumpy, but who's, who, 
is not flashy like Jack, who's like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine being the third guy in this movie. Well, also, <laughs> didn't Tommy Lee Jones go to Harvard? He did. Yeah, he's yeah. like a well-educated yeah. man, oh which God. he was, feels right for the Spurs. He was though. Al Gore's roommate in college. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. <laughs> and now he's the most famous Antonio Spurs fan there is. I always think about how there's probably no famous people in Sacramento to go to Kings games, Mm -hmm. which seems kind of like a bummer because part of the fun of going to an NBA game is spotting famous people. Right. So some guy in a commercial for a Dodge dealership is the most famous person at the Golden One. I mean, the the biggest, I think the most famous person who's from Sacramento, and I'm not, this is not even dissing Sacramento, is adult film star Sasha Gray. Yeah, I absolutely. believe that's the most famous Sacramento for like 30 years. Wait, no, no. You know who else is from uh, Sacramento is um, oh the uh, Greta Gerwig. I was going to say that. Mumblecore superstar oh. Greta Gerwig. I think Sasha Gray yeah. is more famous. <laughs> she's, she's mumbling for a different reason. That's a different kind of core, guys. Should have gone with the second one. I mean, um, in terms of, sh- of sheer scale, yeah, I think more people have seen Sasha Gray's work than yeah. Greta Gerwig's. It would be great if the guy who played the mentalist just bought season tickets like right <laughs> at midcourt and people were like, Oh, I thought that was a Simon a West? Is he not no. Simon Is West. he really He's a mentalist in Sacramento? His name is Simon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like the dad from the nanny. It's like I'm going for it. Well, I mean the mentalist is set in Sacramento. It as is well. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's where you the mentalist offer. I haven't, but I do spend a lot of time in Sacramento. Okay. <laughs> you guys are. What about the Deftones? Aren't they from Sacramento? No, they're from Vacaville. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and sorry. Incubus, I think, is from Vallejo. But Vallejo is basically still the. Oh, best. Cake, Cake. The guys no, from Cake, cake, cake is, yeah, could yeah, be yeah. there. That would be great if they used that. Uh, what's that instrument called? The didgeridoo? percussion thing. Yeah. No, oh well, a didgeridoo would be very Sacramento. <laughs> oh, you mean the xylophone? <laughs> what's the What's the thing? The percu- the handheld percussion instrument the that guy from Cowbell? Cake uses. Oh, that wood block thing. Yeah. But like. Oh, uh, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And if that's what they played after made backs baskets, and then him going, "All right, okay," instead instead of like the video game sounds after a free throw. No, it's just him going three point buckets. <laughs> Personal back, foul. Going back to the Spurs, though, <laughs> just to get this back on track, because this is not a cake podcast. Um. The Clippers recently defeated the San Antonio Spurs. I know. I didn't even want to watch the that game. Cl- are the Clippers the best team in the Western Conference right now? No. I mean, right now. Well, five, right five, now, sure. Season? Yeah, that was the question. I mean, I still think the Spurs right now are the best team. Uh, but that's just because I hate Doc Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> There's something irrational that I feel about him, too. I, I, st- I still care about Doc. I mean, I mean, once a spur, always a spur, mm-hmm, kind of. So mm-hmm, I'm like, I'll right. still always have love for blood him. in, and blood so out. Steve Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think the only thing that the Spurs can really well not the only thing, but one of the biggest reasons why the Spurs are probably better than the Clippers, despite this game, their bench is just better. The Clippers bench sucks still. I mean, most yeah. Bates is tight. Yeah. Yeah, but after that, and 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 Jamal Crawford, who it's, else? Is yeah, there? Spurs uh, bench is stupid, and and like Wesley I Johnson. I really have to trust. 
<laughs> sorry, I don't. We it's talk okay. about Wesley Johnson all the time on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, it doesn't make any sense. Wesley Johnson is not going to show up in the playoffs. Diamond Stone. <laughs> Sorry, Becky, um, what were you saying before, before I, I Sean started whispering <laughs> dis- disturbing things into the microphone? Even Wesley Johnson, like somewhere at some, you know, pre-senior citizen retirement facility, <laughs> he just got goosebumps. Uh, what were you saying about the Spurs, though, Becky? Oh, Spurs bench? Yeah. Um, I'm blown away all the time. Just like I... I I was like refreshing my page mm-hmm. right before the season started. I'm like, okay, now who's this guy? Who's this guy? Just all these nobodies or seemingly nobodies to me. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know their history. And it's just so weird, like the chemistry. Yeah, Dwayne Denman's tight as fuck. Yeah, he is, huh? Yeah. Isn't that weird? The Warriors tried to sign him, but the Spurs outbid him. Isn't it great that that guy was on Orlando uh-huh. as their third string center? They acquired two additional centers in Orlando and let mm-hmm. him go. And now he's like the best backup center in the league. Yeah. It's a, it's about the system. You can plug so many different people into the Spurs system and they'll be successful just because it's the team. Um, how sad are you that Boban is gone? He was a huge favorite uh, in San yeah, Antonio. Yeah, he, he's really sweet and I think he worked well for a minute, but it's it's okay. I'm over it. Did you see I'm over Pop Bonner to gone too. Did you see Pop had to tell him to go? No. <laughs> Did you not see that? Oh, no. Wait, you mean what like happened? Boban was like so loyal to the Spurs. He got this contract and he was like, Pop, I don't think I'm going to sign it. And Pop was like, you have to sign it, Boban. Go get your ass out of here and sign that contract. You mean, like, I, I, that scene in Air Bud where he's trying to get Bud to leave. Yeah. I was kind of thinking Harry and the Hendersons because <laughs> Bulbon kind of has. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Nobody wants you here. We're replacing your minutes. He's so big. Like, I worry about him. <laughs> yeah, he's like George Marison. He won't be here long. Poor guy. He's just <laughs> I mean, big. you mean on, on this the, earth, on the right? Planet? <laughs> you think he's going to die? Yeah. I mean, he's too big to live. <laughs> that's the next that's Adam the K- McKay movie, by the way. <laughs> right. to <live>. Too big <laughs> to live. I mean, the either. Tall. There, there's like, right, but there's a lot of like heart problems. Yeah, there's a lot of gi- disc problems. Uh, and. What if uh, Ramsey Bolton, the bastard of the Dreadfort, you know, is has Winterfell under siege? Bulbon will take a lot of arrows trying to break into that facility. Was it that, that, what was that guy from My My Giant or something? George Marison. That's yeah. that's the guy. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. you were gonna say Billy Crystal. In, <laughs> they should make my. They should remake My Giant with Bulbon and Kevin yeah. Hart. Oh, that oh, would be boy. great. Interesting. <laughs> There's something weird. How about you fit them into the same frame? Owning someone, basically. But <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, go for it. I think the country's ready for this right now. That's the logical step. <laughs> a black person owning a revert. We're ready for reverse slavery as long as it is. Okay, you know, I, in a light comedy. I haven't seen my giant in a long time. Does Billy Crystal own George Mirasan? No. <laughs> Why is it called my giant? Should it be a giant and me? My giant friend. A giant and a smaller person. I mean, it's really... My giant. It just seems... Like a giant. Yeah, yeah, a giant. 
Yeah, well, it's because giant. I guess he wrote it for Andre the Giant, mm -hmm. and then Billy Crystal doesn't like to update his material. What? Including titles. What? Huh? You mean Seven Hundred Sundays isn't the most like you modern? mean doing blackface three years ago <laughs> was, wasn't a new thing? Shocking. I have to say, Becky, uh, you're a celebrity fan. Definitely outranks all of the Clippers power fans, however, even though they're in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Because that is. Cannon, yeah. Uh, Diane Cannon's, Cannon's a Laker, Laker fan. Oh, sorry. Wrong. Ooh. There's Ooh. there's only I, really three true Clipper fans Muniz. Frankie Muniz, Penny Marshall. I meant Penny Marshall, but said <laughs> Diane Cannon. And then number one, the king of the Staples Center on alternate nights, <laughs> Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> yeah, he, he has his own little tiny area just like Jack does, but it's. It's just a subway. He has a little. So, so Jack Nicholson has a closet that he smokes weed in at the Stable Center. Yeah, it's not. A, it's what? actually a full room. Oh, there's weed. He can smoke cigars. There's alcohol and all kinds of stuff. It's subterranean. That's awesome. But it's yeah. basically just for Jack. Yeah, essentially. I mean, other people can go if they're invited. But it's basically Jack's little area. What happens to that room when the Clippers are playing? Um, I don't think it's used. I, I don't think that the Clippers are allowed to use. I, I could be wrong about this. I wouldn't let Frankie Muniz in there. <laughs> yeah, no way. No. What uh, about when the Sparks are playing? I think they probably just use it for storage. The Staples it's Penny Center Marshall again, actually. I, it's amazing how many things they do in the damn event center. Yeah, they have like the Every, grannies there. Yeah, but like <laughs> night to night, it's like it's it, it's like the most popular over. entertainment destination in Los Angeles. Um, no, it's not. I <laughs> okay. You walked that back really quickly. <laughs> no, it just you were making it sound very cool, so I wanted to do a little uh, commercial for LA Live. But uh, it's you guys not. want some sponsors? Mm. Speaking. I'm glad you, uh, yeah. you brought Speaking that up. Of which, guys, how do you usually buy tickets for sporting events? I mean, uh, the, sometimes the team's website. Vivid seating. Mm -hmm. uh, I hand cash to a guy. Uh, who says tickets? I'm That's nervous illegal. about that. <laughs> now, as a member of the working press, I don't really ever have to buy tickets for sporting events, but sometimes I do go to a game with commoners. The hoi polloi. And when I do, I want to get the best seat possible. No questions asked. That's why I use Seat Jock. There's plenty of companies that have computers and programmers and algorithms to give you the best possible seat at the best price. Seat Jock isn't one of them. SeatJock's app looks over the shoulder of the other apps and copies their answers about tickets like it's cheating on a test. Then SeatJock uses their proprietary GPS tracker to find those sellers and buyers. Once these tickets have been located, SeatJock dispatches one of its programmers, a muscle-bound former high school athlete from its nationwide network of jocks, out to bully them into giving up the tickets. It's like a task rabbit who gives you a swirly. Some ticket companies do aggregating. Seat Jock does aggro-gating. These guys are seriously mad, probably because of all the performance. I mean, service-enhancing drugs they take. Trust me, it works. Most sellers would rather sell for 20% below face value than get full price and a knuckle sandwich. Dave, is this legal? I think the more relevant question is, why are you hitting yourself? Ow! Stop it! Why are you hitting yourself? One important note is that Seat Jock is only for tickets to sporting events, action movies, beer festivals, Dave Matthews Band concerts, and gym memberships. 
You want to go to the opera? You'd probably be more comfortable using seat gay. Uh, I think you mean seat geek. It says it says seat seat gay on the on the paper. Uh, according okay. to this information sheet, seat jock is the number sixty nine on the app charts and way better than Dicket Master, Seat Gay, or Chub Hub. They bench press more weight than any other startup's employees, and last quarter they quadrupled their noogies. Also, their mission statement says that they only came here to do two things. Develop a user-friendly system to acquire the lowest price tickets to any sporting event and kick some ass. And the uh, system just came out of beta. So, stop being a fucking loser and start using Seat Jock. You better download it or they will kick your ass after school. And if you don't go to school, they'll find you, take you to a school, and kick your ass after class is over. Seat Jock! Fuck you, nerd! Thank you to Seat Jock for paying wow. for today's beautiful spread of uh, Baby Ruth's and Reese's Pieces. That was LaCroix. aggressive. That was aggressive. Hey, Did listen, they... man. I, I didn't write this. Okay? No. I Don't mean, blame that's... me for this. That's that's a savage company. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I guess that's true. You got to push, push some shit in to mm-hmm. get it done. I hate to think what they're ticket scalping is like. <laughs> hey, Becky. Uh-huh. Who are your all-time favorite Spurs? Uh, Robinson, Duncan, uh, but, but, oh God, Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland. Wow. That, was like, that was like one of my first like spur crushes. Bad. His beautiful green Elliott? eyes. Sean Elliott is sweet. Yeah, uh, we all love the ninja. Did you see? What? I did not know that was his nickname. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a ninja. Is that because one of his kidneys disappeared? Oh. <laughs> And a cloud of smoke. <laughs> uh, did you see what Tim Duncan texted Sean Elliott on the air the other day? No. Uh, you you didn't see this? No. Oh, this is amazing. Sean Elliott said, I just got a text from Timmy, who's watching the game, and he said, you look like a burnt earthworm wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's why perfect. You, why? <laughs> And why, why wait till they're on TV? That's just so embarrassing. That's I think funny. Tim Duncan has a really good sense of humor secretly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my, fav- my favorite Spurs story is after Robert Ory made that run in the playoffs and hit, you know, seven threes mm-hmm. against the Pistons. Tim Duncan went into his postgame press conference and called him Big Shot Bob about 15 times, which is... Not a name that Robert Ory enjoys at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, does not like being called Bob or Bob Horry at all. And that was all Tim Duncan did for the rest of the series. So like, we just counted on our guys, you know, coming off the bench. Bob Horry was huge. <laughs> <laughs> Big Shot Bob. That's why they call him Big Shot Bob. He's like, that's not my nickname. Nobody calls me that. <laughs> Stop it. It's a good nickname. It's one that's that's caught on. I think he likes Big Shot Rob, but yeah, that's the I think it's the Bob part that's the, the problem. Yeah, the no, he just hates makes being it called so much better. Yeah, he <laughs> just hates being called Bob. Now I'm like, now that uh, Pagasol is a spur, I'm finding myself sexually attracted to him. But before, like when he was a Laker, a Bulls like get Wait out of here. Wait a minute, you find Robert Ory sexually attracted? No, no, Gasol. Pau Gasol. Oh, Pau Gasol. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, if it was no, Robert Ory we were talking Ori, about, I'd be like, I understand. Not Ory now, but yeah, Ory's handsome. He's a handsome guy. What is it about Pau Gasol that you find sexually attractive? 
It's well, the Spurs jersey, yeah, right? Mostly. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> yeah, because before that, I just thought he looked let's just say, gross and stinky. Let's, let's go through a list of, of people and, and things that we could put in a Spurs jersey and see how attractive they are on Ooh, a scale boy. of 1 to 10. Because I hear that rating people on their sexuality is very cool right now. <laughs> very big. <laughs> yeah. Super appropriate, and it will not get you in trouble yeah. at all, especially if you go to Harvard and play soccer. Um, all right, so Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> plays for the Spurs. God, no. So just out. Just out. What okay. if he's averaging 20 and 10? <laughs> 10 rebounds? That's or 10 impossible. Assists? It's a, at his age. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a pass. Okay, let's see. Bronson Pinchot, Ooh. star of Perfect Strangers. Now or back in his prime? <laughs> <laughs> Bronson Beverly prime. Hills Cop prime Bronson. Uh, doing the Balky voice. One to ten. <laughs> I mean, obviously. One to ten is six. Okay, good. You make a nice, good. like, cute little shooting guard. Sure. Correct answer. I don't think Bronson Pinchot would play for the Spurs, but Balky Bartokamus definitely. Yeah. Oh four, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they, they've been Euro stashing him for a while. Now. <laughs> He's coming together nicely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, next one. Charles Bronson, star of the Death Wish series. Oof. Notoriously ugly man. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. He's not got even a sick slightest. mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's just, he he's always been, he's always been like an older man. I've never seen like seen like a young, yeah, what, good looking version of that. Was guy. he sixty five when he was born? No, he's, 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 he's like, a dirty dozen. And oh, yeah, no, it's the Great Escape. Great Escape. Yeah. yeah, and he's he shirtless. Looked old in those movies, but he's like Morgan no, Freeman. Like you can't find a picture of him before he was forty. Well, Morgan Freeman was on The Electric Company. It was a kid's show. What? And I think he looked relatively young there. But let's move on. Uh, next next person, uh, Battlestar Galactica's Edward James Olmos. Oof, yikes. I can't. I can't at all. <laughs> what if he looks like his stand and deliver character? Still, that's a no. <laughs> it's, it's not much Jaime different. Jaime Escalante, not a sex symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say. All right, last one. Um, Carrot Top. Stand-up comedian, prop comic. Maybe if he dyed his hair dark. But then he's no and longer. And lost all his, like, and wasn't yoked. So if you're saying he was a different person. <laughs> you're, you're thinking of guy. Matt Bonner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, Bonner I, was pretty cool, though. Yeah, Bonner's dope. Nice. Like, right. He was really fun. Like, he just had a great, he had a great sense of humor, too. Wait a minute. So does Carrot Top. <laughs> have you guys seen chairman of the board like arcade fire was really pushing for him to get into the three-point contest like they weren't even carrot top no no (laughs) i didn't realize we pivoted to matt bonner yeah those coach b videos are real funny Mm -hmm. you know why popovich likes the arcade fire so much why all he knows is wins (laughs) (laughs) that's all he does baby So I, I alluded to this sarcastically, but honestly, why are you a Spurs fan? What it, what is it? Because I well no, I'm asking because whenever we have someone who's a big fan of a team, I mm-hmm. want to know what what their relationship. To Other it than is. I was born and raised in San Antonio, I've been watching since I was like 14, um, which is I think a strong enough argument all on its own. Uh, they're great guys, and I mean, aside from the one bit of like controversy we ever had on the team, which is with Tony Parker. Um, they're all around just good dudes. They're nice. We're the, like the ambassadors of basketball. Like we're like United Nations, like everybody. 
from all over the, you know, every corner of the, the earth can play for the Spurs if you're good enough, of course. But I love that. I love just, like, the unity. See, this is why I don't like the Spurs is because uh, I'm a Nietzschean <laughs> basketball fan and only the strong shall survive. Which is why Kobe Bryant's my favorite player. Uh, speaking of scandals, uh, <laughs> so so Tony Parker cheated yeah. on Eva Longoria with Brent, Brent Barry's, Barry's wife. wife. That's what that, that's what I my guess. my question to you is: Tony Parker is French, a basketball player, and also a rapper. Mm-hmm. Was there any possible chance that he did not? cheat on his wife like because he was three of the most yeah, adulterous yeah. things in the world at the same time no I'm, I'm sure he did did that change the way that you you think of him it did for a moment but but i'm also like i can kind of put some things aside and still like the person for the reason i liked them initially which you know just like bill clinton like i, I still loved him as a president he's a terrible husband but sure yeah also, you like the fact that he almost got blinded in that Drake fight, right? Where they were oh, throwing yeah, champagne bottles mm-hmm. at each other. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Drake-Chris Brown fight? Yes. <laughs> he lives a charmed life, that Tony Parker. Yeah, no, he's just he's a part of it all. Tony P. TP. We have used his uh, music mm-hmm. on the podcast in the past. Question. Are you going to miss Boris Dio? Yeah. He's handsome too. I'm gonna miss his bow ties on the weekends. Boris Dio fan. <laughs> oh yeah, Dio's handsome. And I know that like the guys really loved him. Like I, they just have this cute little bromance, like him and Patty Mills and Manu. Like it was, parting's been really tough for them. Like they just like Instagram each other all the time. Still, it's adorable. Those are DMs I don't want to be sliding in. I'm not sliding in Boris. <laughs> I would slide into Boris, Boris Dio's yeah. DMs all the time. Yeah, I bet they're really funny. Uh, I bet he's like, hey, where's the bread at? <laughs> Got any cheese? I, yeah, well, he I'm has this hungry. thing about his Keurig. Like, he's big on coffee. Like, he, he takes his Keurig everywhere. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. He has a Keurig and he's big on coffee? Mm-hmm. It's just a tiny little pod <laughs> and it tastes like water. I have one. It's awful coffee. Nobody else can back me up on the Keurig thing not being good? <laughs> I think it's about him having to have his coffee his way at all times. Oh, yeah. you mean mechanically from a plastic pot? It's like, it's like on his writer. I need a Keurig. I need the worst coffee possible. Sorry. I'm just By the way, Oleg Keurig is a Spurs draft and stash from 2012, actually. <laughs> He's showing a lot of promise in the Albanian league right now. Uh, the Spurs commercials for H E B. Howardy Butt. Is that really what it stands for? Yep. What Howard E. Butt? <laughs> uh-huh. Like B-U-T-T? That's like the leading grease, uh, gr- greaser. <laughs> <laughs> the leading grocer in Texas. Yeah, it's great. H-E, so it's like a So it's like a butts. You, you go to Butt Mart. The Howard Butt e. Market Butt. and buy your. Yeah, yeah uh, they have hilarious commercials for Tell me people. about these. This is My notes are saying, can you talk about <laughs> you, oh, well, commercials? My question, just, just real quickly. Do you think that one of those rappers who was talking about um, eating butt like groceries Talk was that because of a like trip groceries? to Texas where they're like, wait a second, this place is called Howardy Butt? <laughs> and then they look on the shelf and there's truffle butter and they're like, wait a second. It's all coming okay. together. Yeah, their Sorry. generic line, like their own line of everything is great. Like I, I hook everybody onto the coffee, their coffee. 
Do they make a Keurig version? <laughs> no, they don't. Oh. Oh. Okay. But they're God, like Texas can't. Pecan is like, that shit's great. Wow. Um, so my question about those commercials, mm-hmm. uh, who is your favorite actor um, on the Spurs? I used to say Tim Duncan, but no, no, they're all good. Like, my, I think Manu, <laughs> usually, Manu usually carries it. He usually uh-huh. carries the commercial. I think he mm-hmm. gets the most dialogue. Um, yeah, he's like the Taron Killam of those commercials. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that's fair. <laughs> and uh, there's one about like um, laundry detergent, and uh, at, towards the end, you just see like like Manu's like, okay, remember guys, like darks go in this pile, whites go in this pile, blah 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 blah, and then he's like, yo, dude, and it's Kawaii, and he just has like a whole like this huge wad of clothing. And he's like, what, man? He's like, what are you doing? And he just like stuffs everything in the wash. And he's like, your hands, man. It's like you're half bare. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that's just how I do it, man. <laughs> stuffs all his laundry in the washer. I actually have a Kawhi Leonard story, too. Outside of those commercials, mm-hmm. have you ever heard Kawhi Leonard say more than 15 words in your <sighs> life as a Spurs fan? No, I, it's just like chopped up different press conferences, just all together, a little over 15 words. Yeah, but, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't it's, say much. It's weird that he's a good actor, though. He yeah. is really good at those Yeah, they don't give him a whole lot of lines. <laughs> he just, you, I mean, yeah, he gets by on physical humor, mostly. Usually. Well, like, like, like pratfalls and... No, like his like, hands are big. His hands like, are ridiculously like big. Like getting a pie in his face. <laughs> he's very, <laughs> he's very deadpan in the commercials uh, as well. He's like... Uh, He's like Chevy Chase in the early on early SNL. He's gonna get addicted to pain pills doing those falls for those commercials. It's Gain a be significant a sad story. amount of weight and end up saying something racist. Um, I've never been to San Antonio. It seems like a lovely town, but I've been to a lot of the other cities, major cities in Texas. What is different about San Antonio San than Houston or Dallas? Uh, <clears throat> well. Dallas is um Dallas and Houston. I feel like they're more metropolitan. They're just bigger. They have more money. Um, but San Antonio is just fun. Like it's a nice medium pace. Yeah, nobody's gonna shoot Jr. in San Antonio. <laughs> Jr. Smith. Oh, J. Oh, shoot. Yeah, Jr. it was a very old dynasty. That's, Sorry. Yeah, it's a oh, very old I reference. This was a basketball. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a good, it's a good medium pace. Like it's not boring. And it's not like insanely fun. So kind of but like the San Antonio Spurs they're, they're, they're style something of to play. do. Oh, the Spurs are fun. That's a that's bullshit. Man, the kidding. Spurs are boring thing. They oh. used to be boring. They sure, but basketball used to be boring. Yes, I understand. I mean, like, well, people just appreciate a passing game now. Yeah. Before then, they just didn't see the art in that. No, but the David beautiful. Robinson, Tim Duncan, back it down Spurs were boring, but. Every offense in the NBA, except for the Don Nelson offense, uh, ran that boring, it same was, shitty it was offense. A, it was a tough time. Do you miss the, the, the post game in the NBA? Do you miss the the Spurs that were you know a power team as opposed to a team that does a lot of perimeter passing and shooting? I think we still have that. I think right now we're, we're getting the we're you know we're starting to. It's kind of a new team. It really is. So. But I don't. I don't think. I think that's that's our game. So I don't think we've ever lost that. I'm not worried about losing that. Sean, you're looking pensive. No, it's <laughs> an, it's an interesting team to follow because 
you rarely see that kind of continuity with, you know, three or four guys that are really just on the team forever like that. And, uh, you know, Tim Duncan never forced anyone out of town, I don't think. (laughs) Maybe Derek Anderson didn't like playing with him, but other than that, like... uh, Yeah, people have nothing but good things to say about him, which makes me not trust him. Yeah, they're just they're difficult to hate. Like you it's a real waste of energy to not to hate the Spurs. If you don't like them, that's fine, but I don't really hear about anybody saying the Spurs are like fuck them, man, like they suck or they're they're not, they're never the enemy. More often. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like they're 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 gracious I, winners. I did I not know, realize I, I did not realize inviting Becky on would cause this weird Frost Nixon <laughs> yeah, <laughs> battle going on here between Dave and Becky. <laughs> two, two of the t- the Lakers and the Spurs are two of the most important franchises of the last 20 years, and so we just need to get this off our chest and move it's, on. It's just strange that they're they're good at different times, mm-hmm. which is something that at least, like recently in baseball, the Giants and Dodgers have only recently had like a fierce rivalry again because one of them was just in the toilet when the other one was going to the playoffs consistently right. until three or four years ago. I mean, I think the last time the Spurs and the Lakers played each other in the playoffs and it mattered in any way was, what, 2010 Conference Finals? No, 2009 Conference Finals. I think they beat them. Well, the Spurs um, won the championship that year. <laughs> Wait, in 09? Yep. No, the Lakers won the championship. No, we did. No, 2009-2010. We did. No, this is not true. <laughs> you guys won 99, 3, 5, 7, and 14. <laughs> um, but, yeah, to your, to your point, the, um, they never were good at the same time in that way that there was a, a rivalry to speak of. Well, there's that Fisher shot. There is that series. But then that was oh. 04 when the Lakers end up losing in the finals and nobody remembers that series mattering that much. But and I remember in '01, people were really excited to see the Spurs and Lakers match up because they were the two most recent champs. And then David Robinson and Derek Anderson got hurt the round before. And yeah, didn't Juwan Howard almost murder Derek Anderson for no reason? Potentially, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. And then they had to get rid. Then he wanted to go to Portland, so they traded him for Steve Smith because Steve Smith was mandated by law to be a San Antonio yeah. Spur for two years. Like. <laughs> and there's, there are worse fates for an NBA player. Who's your favorite old Spur? You know how they always get an old guy where it's like, oh, oh big man. dog Glenn Robinson's on the team for some reason. Kevin Willis <laughs> holding <laughs> it down. <laughs> Who is that big dude? There is a big old dude like pff, 20 years ago. <laughs> Will Damn. Purdue, white guy or black guy? <laughs> black dude, black dude. Okay, um, a big black dude in the NBA. Just like, just like a sloggish guy. God, who was it? David West, Kevin no. Willis. Was it Kevin Willis? No. Remember, oh, what, man. didn't uh, didn't um, Dennis Rodman play for the Spurs? Absolutely. Yes. He was I traded. Sean Elliott was traded. That was for so Dennis much Rodman. fun. I went out and bought that jersey immediately. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Andre Miller. 
old black guy, probably yeah. on old Miller. slow black. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Dennis Rodman came and we thought, oh man, he is just gonna shake up the town for about a year. It was there great. were eight teams that thought that after the the Bulls run, the Lakers had stupid Dennis Rodman for a while. Every once in a while, you see a Dennis Rodman. He was Lakers fun. Jersey. He had a. There was a good commercial with him and David Robinson, and it was about. It was a Pizza Hut commercial. Did you guys see see that one over here? Or wherever you were. I don't think we. I mean, we might it have, but it's familiar. just too long. It was the year know. that they had the cheese and the crust, like for the first time. Oh, and you ate your pizza and, the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, and Dave Rob's like, I do it this way, the old fashioned way. And then Rob's like, No, nah, man, no. And he just like flips it, eats it from crust. No, first. no, David, I'm bisexual, <laughs> and I like my pizza. That's from the it, back. one thing that's weird looking back on Dennis Rodman is that. It was like a guy who really did want to come out of the closet, but never kind of went to college. And he's he's from like rural Oklahoma, right? Somewhere in the ass. Like somewhere in a very small area. So it really does feel like if he just had, he just never actually, you know, took a theater class. Or had, you know, like like a very sympathetic female friend in high school who would have been like, no, no, Dennis, this is I mean, but he probably also held on to, I mean, why, oh, just, he had gorgeous women. Madonna. Yeah. It's true. Some of the best legs in the NBA. Carmen you? Electra? Was he married, Carmen Electra. married to Carmen and Electra? And she loved him. <laughs> like, she legit loved mm, him. I like, I trusted that. maybe they just that. loved cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what cocaine does. It brings people together. It is. I, I do think we're out of one of the one of the unspoken things about the early 2000s of the NBA is that probably like a third of the all-star team had some degree of drinking problems. Mm-hmm. There's really a lot of guys who, you know, it's like it's not as exciting as the cocaine 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just end up with these like kind of sad things of like, oh, that's why Alan Iverson was so erratic. All the time, and like Vin Baker and Sean Kemp. Ron Artest had what brandy in his his locker. Yeah, uh I mean Dennis Rodman was an alcoholic. Like those Allen Iverson stories too. It was even Michael Jordan drank a lot (laughs) for like a. I mean, how much does Kobe drink? Kobe doesn't drink. I Kobe, yeah, nothing. Like Team it's all. Vino. He's pr- into wine now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he sniffs yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. sniffs it. He and Peyton Manning. And he who just, else is in Team Vino? It's a club. Sorry, Club Vino. Club Vino. Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> Peyton Manning, and Justin Timberlake. Like, yeah, I Boris believe are the members be of Club, club Vino. Not, not, not with Kobe. It's only Money Mayweather. <laughs> Peyton Manning, <laughs> Kobe Bryant, and Justin Timberlake sitting around his weird grand piano sniffing wine together. <laughs> like the best night ever. Our, uh, we have our friend uh, Tony B uh, from San Francisco, great, great uh, comedy producer and musician, uh, is, is the other big Spurs fan I know. Uh-huh. And... S- Whatever year where he doesn't really think the Spurs are going to go all the way, all he cares about is them defeating the Dallas Mavericks. Like, that's that's just the whole thing. There was a year where they got beat in the second round, but they, they swept Dallas in the first round. He's like, I don't even care what happens with was this next series. Was that 2014? I think it was. I th- oh, they did sweep him in 2014, yeah. yeah, and then went to the final. So he was not... That didn't quite work out the same way. But, uh, yeah, that was all he cared about was beating, yeah, finishing there, ahead of the Mavs. There is a lot of that. Like, you know, 
within Texas, but I don't I don't really have any animosity for any other teams. No. Dirk is like the spursiest non spur at this point now. Yeah, well, I mean well, Gasol too. Well Gasol is a spur, now a spur. though. But like it's so strange. Well Rick Carlisle is like a midget pop. Not a midget pop because midget is not an appropriate word, guys. <laughs> but like a little like a little baby pop. Carlisle yeah. is like a baby pop. Yeah. Baby pop. I could see Jason Kidd having been a spur. He almost I, was. I, yeah, yeah, right. I, they hired they that mariachi that. band for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. When they were, when they were, uh, uh, that was like the first big free agent pitch session was Jason Kidd. And the, uh, the big story in San Antonio was they hired a mariachi band to play for him when he got off the plane at the San Antonio airport. There's nothing that a young man from Alameda, California <laughs> enjoys more than a traditional mariachi band. <laughs> That's definitely something that people enjoy a lot and do not, I don't know, empty their wallets to make go away from them. <laughs> I feel like you're verging on slightly racist. <laughs> I did just mari I mean People yeah, I'm verging on it. I'm verging on it. Yeah, you're you're dangerously close. Like me saying midget was pretty bad. Yeah, but this is worse. It just it feels to me like greeting someone as they're getting off a plane with a mariachi band feels like an aggressive act, not an act of kindness. Like a Tejano band, that would be that would be different to me. I suppose. Like get a tuba in there. The weird thing would be then as you're coming off the plane, you have to walk past them, and do you say hi to them? Do you shake hands with the mariachi band? Are you like, oh, hi, I'm Jason. Thanks for playing the song for me. Do you yeah. tip them? I What's think you have to tip them. <laughs> what if you didn't carry cash with Yeah, I know. That's why it's embarrassing. It should be guys dressed as mariachis with the instruments, and then he comes close, and they hand him a different variety of queso. That's good. Oh. That's the best part about it. Do you it. miss queso not being in San Antonio anymore? <laughs> I, miss, I don't mean just cheese. I miss a yeah. lot of Tex-Mex food, okay. yeah. Absolutely. There's like, yeah, there's like that place over there, the state or Home something. Home state. Terrible. Those of you who are not in Los Angeles, you don't know what we're talking about, but it's a Tex-Mexy restaurant. Supposed they to be, but it's terrible. They do tacos that are okay. They're no. okay. They don't know what they're doing. Well... Yeah. yeah, who does know what he's doing? Sean Keen. Sean, I believe you have a fun game. I do. I do have... Uh, can I... Yeah, let's just go into the this fun game. By the way, um, if you want one or two of us to rest at any point in this recording to make you feel more comfortable as a Spurs fan, yeah. just we, let us know. Like, yeah. like one of us can just sit out for, for no, no reason, reason for a yeah. while, even though, you know, our audience wanted to see... Yeah, they, they're, the they're paying <laughs> for the right to see us. But. To see all three of us. But, you know. You got to rest those vocal cords. Yeah, this is going to be a long season. Summertime. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, we have a new game uh, that we've never played on the podcast before. We designed specifically for you. Uh, this is uh, okay. So Greg Popovich is the Spurs coach. He's known for his turf. What? He is? <laughs> Still? <laughs> uh, he is known for his terse often somewhat hostile mid-game interviews. And he's not only the best coach in the league, I think maybe he should be the president of the United States. Uh, he's a creative thinker. He has a military background. He was maybe a spy for the CIA. May have been a spy for the CIA. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his State of the Union address would be two and a half minutes long. That would yeah. be really convenient. Okay, so this game is called Pop Quiz. 
And in Pop Quiz, we're going to ask, I'm going to ask each of you in turn a different question. Uh, and you need to answer the question as Spurs coach Greg Popovich. So um, we're playing oh Greg okay. Popovich. You're okay. playing Greg Popovich. And uh, all of these are questions that were asked of Donald Trump during the three presidential debates <laughs> this year. So your job is to answer it as Popovich. Your answer should be concise. It should be dismissive and extremely annoyed. Okay. All right. Do you guys, do you feel like you understand the game? So you're not asking as Craig Sager's son, so we're not going to be nice to you. Yeah, we have to saying. be as cruel as possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretend that uh, – by, by the way, you're speaking, speaking of outfits, <laughs> uh, I just want to mention for the listeners that Becky is wearing a Michael Rappaport T-shirt, which Hell is yeah. very appropriate Wait, for this podcast. <laughs> We discuss celebrity basketball quite a bit. You like the Spurs and Michael Rappaport? I think I discuss his basketball abilities at least five times as much as any of his films are acting. Yeah, but I'm really curious. We talk about him. He's all about his his draft, right? Yeah, Sean and I, (laughs) Sean and I talk about. The NBA All-Star Celebrity Game, like, uh-huh. once a month. And then and Michael Andy. Rappaport always comes up. He wants he, he always wants to go back against Bieber. Yeah. He I mean, always I, wants to rematch. Yeah, right. He's he's not good anymore. He had a time he when he was that good in the first place. He was great at fouling. He was like a goon. But, That's uh, a weird thing to see in a celebrity yeah. game. Is, is <laughs> someone coming in and just foul. laying the wood off yeah. the bench? So can I answer these questions as Michael Rappaport, like mumbling obscenities? No, Popovich. Scre- this is a Popovich screaming game. about. Popovich. Well, okay. Next next week we'll do beat the rap, which is Michael Rappaport and he only being does charged. Danny Aiello a- impressions. That's how he answers every question. Yeah, let me tell you why I think this. You fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, let's do this, man. Okay. I'm ready. All right, so we're going to start with you, Dave. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. For question one, why are you a better choice than your opponent to create the kind of jobs that will put more money into the pockets of American workers? Why would you? Why are you asking me that question? That's a that's a terrible question. That's very good. Correct. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Joey. Our institutions are under cyber attack, and our secrets are being stolen. So my question, Coach Pop, is who's behind it? I don't know. Do Ask we, them. And how do we fight it? Ask who. Ask whoever it is. Whatever. That's correct. That's also right. correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, Becky, this question is for you. Coach Pop, if you were president, what would you do about Syria and the humanitarian crisis in Aleppo? I, I would... I would I would just make things better. But that's it. That's it. Next question. It's also correct. That's very good. That's very good. All right, we got a couple more of these. Um Okay. Coach Pop, in 2008, you wrote that one of the most important characteristics of a good leader is discipline. You said if the leader doesn't have it, he or she won't be one for very long. In the days after the first game of the season, you sent out a series of tweets from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., including one that told people to check out a sex tape. Is that the discipline of a president? I didn't make anybody watch the sex tape. Also, you read my quote. You know what I said. Let's move on. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, finally, finally, uh, 
The top national security officials of this country, Coach Popovich, do believe that Russia has been behind these hacks, even though if we don't know for sure whether they are. Do you, Coach Pop, condemn any interference by Russia in the American elections? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I think he would win. I think yeah. if he ran for president, he would win. He would just stymie everyone. Uh, also, we know Pop loves loves hacks based on the way that he treats DeAndre Jordan at the end of basketball games. Oh, man. It was... Got him! <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite Pop moments. Have you ever seen the video of... Um, they they opened... This must have been like 2008. And it was right after the, the Suns had traded for Shaq. Uh-huh. And the Spurs swept him in the first round. And Popovich just hacked Shaq relentlessly. Like, he just took him out of the game uh the season opener they're playing the suns and like literally three seconds into the game after the tip-off he had manu just go and hug shack and foul him off the ball (laughs) and shack looked so mad and surprised and then pop just stood up and started clapping at (laughs) shack for like 30 seconds (laughs) it's good so is that it no more, a, no more pop quiz. I mean, we could do more pop quiz. I have more questions. Who, do you want to do more? I, what, I mean, this is your segment, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this. Are it's you kind of still b- doing pop? Yes. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I can't, it's hard to shake the character like Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. All right, I'll hey, give you... I'll give you uh, he, he coined uh, the phrase, let's get some nasty. Let's get some nasty. I want to see some nasty. Yeah. So Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight? He, he did it before <laughs> Trump did so it. Nasty. Why so nasty? <laughs> yeah, you didn't declare a winner. Oh yeah, well everybody. Becky's clearly the Becky, winner. Becky, Becky yeah. won. Yeah. That last answer from Becky was Thanks, absolutely the best one. You clearly watch a lot of Spurs games. You have the heart of a champion, and you know how to get some nasty. Apparently, Thank in you. in the pop quiz. Um, and you've won a gift certificate to H E B Marcus. Sweet. <laughs> Or is that something that exists? You just, yeah, okay. you just H-E-B. Uh, okay. We were supposed to give her a $25 gift card to uh, the seat. seat, uh, seat yeah, that box. was unfortunately stolen from me on the way oh. to the recording. By a seat jock? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'll give you my mailing address. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, I think it's that time, guys. It's that time for the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors. Actually, there's one more thing we need to ask, Becky. Oh, about. right, yes. Oh, there's another thing. We have one question. Sorry, the Warriors are going to have to wait. Uh, Becky, mm-hmm. uh, please share your opinions of Tim Duncan's giant wizard tattoo. Oh, I... I, I <laughs> if it was on any other man, I, I'd hate it. But to know him is to love him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the wizard or Tim Duncan? Just Tim Duncan. And like okay. of course he would have Is it a particular wizard or is it I've just looked a it generic? Up. It's, it's just Merlin a... specifically, I've heard. It's it's a generic tattoo. It's it's not very good. Um he's just a big dork. Has he, he likes laser tag. Has he explained why he's into Merlin? No. No. He's Tim Duncan. Why would he do that? He's just a big geek. Yeah, it looks a lot like kind of a Stussy-esque rip-off t-shirt that I would have bought at age 15. Yeah, it's not done well. Yeah, but it would have just been like, feeling lucky, or, you know. Peace frog? Exactly. Yaga, Yaga peace frog. I want to get um, that duck that says he's the boss on my calf. 
Remember that guy? Who's the boss? Yeah, I'm the boss. Oh, I'm the boss, he right? Says, he does say boss. I'm the boss. Yeah. The boss. Or the big Johnson. Is guy. that Duckman? No, 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 it's oh. not Duckman. He's well. just it's just a shirt and it's he's it's a little duck backwards baseball hat and he's kind of like flexing and it says I'm the boss. Yeah. Cuz as you guys know, I I am I'm the boss. <laughs> what if that takes over for Pepe the Frog as the new Trump white meme. power meme? Yeah. As so like, like a duck I'm like the a, bo- a duck is the bo- I am. Oh, it, oh, but you know what? <laughs> it wouldn't. It would be a picture of a cuck, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald the cuck. <laughs> yeah, cuck. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. Are we ready for the Warriors now? We are. Yeah, we're ready for the Warriors. Okay. So, who are they playing this week, guys? Well, okay. So every week, Becky, mm-hmm. we match up super team the. Four and two, <laughs> 2016 17 Warriors, the most unstoppable team in NBA history, provided <laughs> they are not playing uh, Larry Nance Jr. and Lou Williams. Or Dwayne Dedman. Or Dwayne Dedman. And or Jonathan, Jonathan Simmons. <laughs> they are, they're only vulnerable to a certain type of player. And uh, that is a 19 year old rookie who yeah. wears a, weighs 160 pounds, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, they also can lose to the the uh, the a team of mascots. Yeah, they've, yeah, lost, they've lost to yeah, yeah. they've lost to a team of mascots. They've lost to the actual Eastern Conference All Star team mm-hmm. that was a bit of a mismatch even on paper, and they <laughs> lost to uh, the Banana Boat team. Mm-hmm. So Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, all those guys. But in, in the, the ocean, ocean. Yeah, yeah. in they the ocean. playing in the ocean. So yeah. those are uh, they've defeated the Warriors from the movie The Warriors. They've defeated Abraham Lincoln's team of rivals. And actually, last week, in honor of the Spurs shellacking of the Warriors, the Spurs beat the Alamo. Uh, beat the Alamo yeah. defenders in not a basketball game they took in the, the Battle of yeah. the Alamo, yeah. and <laughs> it was not particularly close. <laughs> Although. Did, Dwayne Deadman did not survive he the did battle. Not survive, Deadman, dead. He died. Dead man. I, he, he did. Dead man. He had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> and Patty Mills got a musket ball in the shoulder, but yeah. he's he's fine. He they just had to saw it off. They were gonna re- Yeah, he did have to have his arm sawed off. But yeah. I think he's gonna be back on the court, right? Yeah, he's still gonna be able to shoot. Someone knows how to move. Okay, so we are going to match up uh, these warriors still, right? Yeah. And this time they are going to be going up against. Steel Team Six. In honor of this week's presidential election. This week's presidential <laughs> the election. The greatest moment in Hillary Clinton's career. Yeah, is being in that sit room watching Steel Team Six murder Osama bin Laden. So, are, <laughs> <laughs> what are they going up? The Warriors the, have are to the Warriors, murder Osama Yeah, bin the Warriors Laden. have to assassinate Osama bin Laden before Seal Team Six? Yes. Is that, okay. They each get two helicopters. Mm-hmm. They're they're set at different ends of the compound. <laughs> Whoever kills Bin Laden, you know, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here. You get extra points if you can capture him alive. Okay. Maybe maybe you don't just murder him. Maybe you make him stand trial, or you think it's don't. better to bring him back in one piece. I yeah, feel like I they do. gotta put him down. Yeah, they gotta put him down. Well, I mean, I'm I'm willing to listen. It's harder to to bring him in, so maybe you're right. Just the degree of difficulty of bringing him in is higher. So. Yeah, I mean, cause cause machine gunning Bin Laden in his bedroom kind of feels like the hacker. Yeah, it's a dick move. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's a it's a strategy that uh, has has seen its day, and now we need to move on. Yeah. So both squads, different sides of the compound in Kandahar. <laughs> Question: uh, I They have. each get two Hueys. Okay, yeah. Do, do the Warriors have access yeah, to any Joe Lacob like high tech super spy stuff? I mean, I think they have whatever their R&D department. My bigger question, and I think this is a more important question, is do they have access to people who know how to fly these helicopters, or are they flying the helicopters? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to say... Okay, they get a pilot, but it has to be the team plane that comes in. Wait, so they? but you said they got the Hueys. So they have to fly the team jet? I think they should have to. Right? That, that thing is basically just a, a sitting duck. So there's a surface-to-air missile is going to take out the Warriors team plane. Eh, we, so get t- we get tipped off by the government of Pakistan. It's not a problem. Okay. I, mean, I read that Seymour Hirsch piece. So. Okay, so they're the in money. the team jet. They have the pilot. Um are they allowed to bump any tunes on their Beats by Dre headphones before? Of I course. Know, I know they like to get hyped yeah. before. I don't think that's the important <laughs> thing. That... I just want to see the Warriors dancing and lip syncing to Coco on Instagram before murdering Osama Bin Laden. Oh, well, they're definitely listening to Coco. <laughs> yeah, but they do that after. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, yeah. So after they murder him, yeah, <laughs> um, they post it. Uh, yeah, Curry just Curry just tweets a gun emoji and then lock in. That's the thing before I the think... mission. That's what that's what hurts. Them, I don't that think they're... either team has taken him alive. First off, okay, okay. And I think the Warriors, they're just so good at long range shooting. They're not even gonna have to go in there. So like it's all just like stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's just. All they keep doing is throwing clips to Clay Thompson as he runs from sentry post to sentry post and fires. Is I, that what I, you're mean, saying? I think grenades are the move. They can basically <laughs> throw them like basketballs. Yeah, I guess that is more analogous to their skill set yeah. than a sniper it's like a rifle. Behind the back grenade pass that into would... Osama's mouth. Yeah, well, here's like it's a basketball, <laughs> right? Oh, he's got a grenade in his mouth. And so SEAL Team 6, very disciplined team of Navy SEALs. Very tough guys. I still know, all think... the hand <laughs> gestures. Yeah. I think Anderson Verjao gets murdered on this trip. Oh, yeah. For there's, sure. I think, like... There are a lot of casualties on the Warriors' side. Because I, because I do... Or maybe he pretends he's dead so that he can survive the battle. Well, he definitely flops. It just... Depends on whether the concussion grenade has actually killed him or his natural <laughs> flopping motion saves, saves him. him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I do think they'd kind of be throwing the grenades willy-nilly, though. The yeah, Warriors do I not think... take care of the, the ordinance very <laughs> yeah, well. No, they're constantly turning over their grenades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think SEAL Team 6 gets to Osama first, I guys. think you're right. <laughs> I don't see them being very orderly in their assault. I just don't. I don't think that Draymond... Is going to be able to help himself. I think that Clay is going to think it's like a Call of Duty mission, and uh-huh. not a real mission. Uh, so he's not really going to be locked in like he needs to be. I think KD is a killer, right? Yeah, that guy ice water in his. Veins. I'm the least worried about Kevin Durant. I am a little worried about Steph Curry 
just praying the entire time. Right, like he's of... going to try to go to chapel with Bin Laden, fundamentally <laughs> misunderstanding a lot about fundamentalism, in fact. Uh, yeah, I mean, what advantages do they have over SEAL Team 6? None. Height? Yeah, they got, they got, they're long. They're a long team. I mean, Kevin Durant's got long arms. Uh huh. But that doesn't really come in handy when you're trying to murder someone. That would just make you more of a target. I... They're now, granted, I don't faster? think they have to play a lot of defense. No. In this raid, right? I mean, they're maybe faster, right? I don't know how fast you have, at running you have to be to be on SEAL Team 6. <laughs> Hey, round ball rockers, rockheads, rockadelics. Dave's mic has a little problem at the end of the podcast, so the last few minutes are going to sound a little weird. However, we are not going to stop matching up the Golden State Warriors for Steel Team 6 because it's Veterans Day. Is Zaza Pachulia going to make it through the background check? I think think there's... Certain amounts of intel that Zaza Pachulia will never receive the clearance to see. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll be able to take him on the mission, but just give him like hot cold clues, just because I feel like he might have some some things in his past, right? This is a bold he might be a spy from Georgia. <laughs> what is going on? I'm gonna go with still Team Six, uh, especially this year. Versus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically this year. Well, I like what I saw out of SEAL Team 6 in the preseason. <laughs> um, yeah, their rotation is off. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like unanimous SEAL Team 6 is going to take the uh, W. Yeah, that was a... Fly the W. Yeah. Team six. <laughs> SEAL Team 6, good job. Uh, we, we support you guys yeah, in SEAL Team 6. Um, we sing the national anthem. You know, a lot of a lot of employees of Seat Jock are uh, washouts from the Navy SEAL program. Actually, no, these guys didn't really make it through the recruiting station, but they had a lot of ambitions. They've seen the movie Navy SEALs quite a bit. Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, this whole Boban thing is still, I think, about. You seem sad. No, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm I'm sad about his life in general. I'm just worried about the guy. Yeah. Um, if Boban, you're listening to this episode, please don't die. <laughs> Shout out to Bruce somehow. Bowen. Yeah, Bruce Bowen got a lot of love. Shout out to Mario Ellie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Patty Mills. Good day, mate. You Michael know. Rappaport. Shout, shout out to Fabrizio Oberto. <laughs> <laughs> All my midgets out there. Oh, not again. Marriott. Stop with the slurs. <laughs> Marriott is not a slur. Um, <laughs> Becky, anything you'd like to promote to our faithful listeners? No, not at all. Just okay. go Spurs go. Excellent. I love when I, I ask someone if they ask me to promote, they're like, nope. <laughs> Every week. You're a funny comedian, though. <laughs> Becky's a funny comedian, which is great. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Joey, what's going on in your life? Real quick. Uh, not, not a lot, honestly. Uh, just, hey, uh, rev- go to iTunes. If you listen to us, uh, you like the podcast, go to iTunes and review us. Um, because apparently that I hear 
other podcasts say that and they say it helps. I don't know how that's going to help us, but sure. Why not? Let's see. Yeah, reviews are great, uh, especially when they're positive. And I'm on Twitter at Joey Devine. Uh, I'm headlining the Punchline in San Francisco on December 20th. Tickets are on sale now. Sean is the only one who has anything to promote. <laughs> Always something with this guy, I swear. Uh, and if you're in the wine country, I'll be headlining uh, a pub in Sonoma on November 26th. That's a Saturday. Two shows. Check it out. Murphy's. Uh, and I'm Dave Schilling. I'm at Dave underscore Schilling on Twitter. And uh, by the time you listen to this, my latest NBA column will be on The Guardian, so check that out. As always, trust the process, folks. Trust the trust process. Trust the process. Okay, pop that song. Put the music. Wake up. Wake up. Stay with me. Stay with me. Wake up. Come on, come on. Okay, okay. Je veux vraiment que le hip-hop est un de ces moves immortels. A nous de pas changer les choses car c'est le bordel. Beaucoup, juste le rap est mort et que les miens se métamorphosent. C'est cette fond, donc c'est fou pour gueuler. Attends, dans le fond, on est plusieurs à taper, mais dans l'ombre, peu à vouloir rester. On veut s'exposer, gagner en lumière, mais pas pour autant perdre notre authenticité. Tous à notre échelle, quel que soit le thème et quelle que soit la côte, c'est l'énergie que tu mets qui dit si t'es mortel. Pour moi, le rap, c'est juste un beat, c'est juste des gars avec des plombades qui se trouvent en fuite. C'est juste un mic et vous devinez la suite. Sortir aux yeux du monde, pourquoi pas Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.